Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities, from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Hey, Hey, what's what's up, up, everybody? This is Shonda. And Chanel. And we're live from the The Double Dose Podcast, Podcast. brought to you exclusively by the The Revolt Revolt Podcast Podcast Network. Network. Anchored in hip-hop and powered powered by creators. creators. I'm so excited to be here yet again. Again. Another week. Another week. So excited. Y'all, if you're loving the podcast, make sure you leave a five-star review for us. Not four, not not three, three. five. Because don't be hating. Exactly. If you do anything less than a five, because our show is like top notch. It is. It's top tier. I feel like you probably are a hater. If it's anything less than a five, you probably are hating. Period. Facts. That's it. Um, but listen, we want to leave we want you guys to leave these five star ratings because it helps us. Right? It helps us with visibility. Helps us to grow. Helps with us partnerships. With ads, partnerships. So continue to leave. The five stars. Y'all are downloading. We just need y'all to review the five stars. Make sure that you share this podcast with yes. as many people as possible. Yes. You can listen to it wherever you listen to podcasts, including Apple, Apple Music, Podcast. Spotify, Amazon Music, and our YouTube channel. Our YouTube channel. Make sure so, you subscribe there, too. Yes. All right. You ready to jump into today's topic? Let's hop into it. All right. Well, first of all, what have you been doing? Like, what you got going on? Still potting and stuff. Yeah, so still doing my podcast interview. So really excited about some of our upcoming guests. So mm-hmm. make sure you tune into the Success Playbook podcast so that you can experience these interviews. I'm excited. What have you been up to? Potting. Yeah. Uh, traveling. We just got back from New Orleans. Yes. Uh, we'll tell you guys we'll more tell, about yes. that in the next episode. It was a whole adventure. It was an adventure, man. <laughs> Listen, essence. Listen. Bruh. Essence, 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 essence. Uh, we cannot wait to come back next year. It yeah. was lit, though. We made a lot of great connections. Yes. We met so many of you, um, yes. and we can't wait. So next June mm-hmm. uh, in 2024, we want to see more of y'all out there. Absolutely. Awesome. All right. What we got? Uh, what's, All right. What's going on? You, it's you. It's me? Yeah. Wait, what's the tweet? The segment, though. You got to... Say the segment. Oh, the segment is the double take. So this segment is our take and perspective on what's going on in pop culture, news, church culture, current events, etc. So it is going to be two different perspectives because we're two different individuals. One set of twins with two different perspectives. We yes. got to stop forgetting to say that. Say it like that in that cadence. No, but in the beginning, we didn't say it either. Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> People our love bad. when we say that. Yes. One set of twins. Okay. Um, so yeah, there was a viral tweet okay. and I want to share it with you guys. So someone said men blocking you when they're annoyed at you is such a female trait. Blocking mm. is for girls only explanation point. Somebody else retweeted and said men blocking women will never not be funny to me. Like, okay, miss nigga. Oh, <laughs> first of all, <laughs> what are your thoughts? Um, I gotta say if, if that's your girl, have you been blocked before? I don't think so. 
You don't, not to your knowledge. Hold on, let me think. I don't think so. Okay. Um, but one thing that's my ultimate pet peeve, I can't deal with a petty dude. I can't deal with petty. Mm. I can't. I only like mature. Okay. So that blocking stuff, nah. You might as well just block me out of your entire life, beloved. Have you ever blocked anybody before? Have I? You never blocked a significant other? Significant? Like, what are you talking about? Uh, somebody you're dating. Okay, even like I'm a family dating. member. Okay, a family member. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what happens if I call your phone right now. <laughs> Let me see. It's ringing. It's ringing on my end. Is it ringing on your end? Oh, the call is forwarded. Okay. Well, you shouldn't have texted me no nonsense. <laughs> I got to protect my peace. <laughs> so I'm blocked it. Huh? I'll unblock you. Whatever. So have, have I gotta you. I got to protect my peace. Look. I, okay. So you don't want anybody to block you because mm-hmm. you don't want a petty dude, but you block other people. Have you ever blocked a dude? Have I? Um... Recently, no. Like, if we're adults and we're mm-hmm. mature, we should be able to communicate through it. Okay. So you see that as a male trait or a female trait or... I'm not going to put a gender on it. Okay. Um, But what I will say is that me, myself, personally, I can't deal with that. Mm-hmm. I can't deal with that. Yeah. So I've been blocked before, but I it wasn't to my knowledge. I'm like, okay. When that person told me that they blocked me, it was like, like mm, didn't even know this. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, yeah, so I, but I do think it's immature. I don't yeah. really subscribe to tweets like this, though, mm-hmm. because the concept of um, like putting gender based traits to right. immature behavior, I think is very whack. toxic. Yes. yes. It's, it's very whack yes. to say, you know, like, oh, women are emotional or like women block people right. or like that's only we do that. Exactly. Indicating that as women, we're like emotionally unstable. Therefore, right. men. Is, I think it's all just immature. People I, shouldn't block people. Yeah, yeah, I agree. So are you going to unblock me? I'll do it right now. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just had to protect my peace. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> <Yo>. <laughs> um, but yeah, so so if y'all are wondering why she blocked me. So whenever we have like content creation days, like it's a, it's intense. It is We're very intense. Sending content to each other. And then yeah. it, it does get annoying. And then, um, no, and then sometimes, like, you may not say things the right way, or I may, may not say things the right way. We might get testy with each other. We're here all day. We're hungry. Like, we can get annoyed with one another. Okay. So, see, I wasn't even going to all that. But, okay. So, I guess a mature way of handling things like that would be Would have been what? What? Maybe take a time out, give okay. each other space, as opposed to, like, blocking. blocking. And I think this could be translated in the same way, um... In relationships, like instead yeah. of kind of going straight to that immature place of like blocking somebody. Yeah. I mean, a sisterhood is a relationship. Yeah. So, yeah. But I was talking even in the context of the tweet. Right. Yeah. I mean, I'm saying both rules apply. Right. Yeah. So that's what we're saying. Yeah. Okay. All right. So those are my thoughts. I really hope we get to a place, if not in this year of our Lord Jesus Christ, maybe in the next year. Yeah to stop putting gender-based traits on toxic behaviors. Right. Because I hate when people say, oh, that's a female trait. Right. Or that's a male trait. Like, nah, like traits are traits. Traits can be immature. Traits mm-hmm. can be toxic. Traits can be, you know, like it, it doesn't have to be like a man does this right. or a woman I does that. I wish people would stop affiliating like women's traits with toxicity. And immaturity. Yeah. And emotional instability. Right. Like, that's so so much rooted in like misogyny. Exactly. Um, we we got to get beyond that. Exactly. Out. But yeah, what else is next? You got the itinerary. <laughs> All 
All right, so the topic today is basically we want to come from the concept of like not despising your humble beginnings. Despise not your humble beginnings. And so this topic really came to us because, you know, we get people in our DMs all the time mm -hmm. saying how like discouraged they are because they feel like they didn't finish their degree or right. like they're at a job that they don't like. They're, right. you know, right. at a place they're just not. They're just not where they want to be in life exactly. right now. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. And I think when people see us, what, what do you think people think when they see us? In they our assume that we're exactly where we want to be. Mm -hmm. And that could be true. But, I mean, we're always striving to go to the next level. Mm -hmm. um, and they probably see it as like, hey, they have this life that I want or whatever. Like, they're in their career fields. They're successful at it, yeah. which is great. But right. they don't know that it was a process to get here. The process is what I want us to focus on Yeah. Today. Because people think that, like, you know, we graduated, um, I got my bachelor's in psychology, and then right after that, I became a psychologist. And the process no. is way longer than that. Right. They, you, think, they don't remember you was catching the bus at 4 a.m. to go to Philly to get your master's first. Bruh. <laughs> catching the, no, first catching the bus, then catching the train, then walking to campus, then doing all the all that on the way back at, like, 9 and 10 o'clock at night. Right. And then for my doctorate, waking up at 4 a.m., uh, driving to the train station, driving, mm -hmm. riding Parking two hours. In Abilene. Right, riding. Races behind Abilene. Uh huh. Riding two hours to DC, spending all day on campus till around seven or eight, and then taking that two hour train ride back. Mm -hmm. Like it was a full day. Yeah. Like it was a process. Yes. But people, when they see us, Chanel, they think like we. They don't see the process. Yeah, they just yeah. see the, the success or whatever. Right. So tell us about your process. Like, were you, when you yeah. graduated in, what was your degree in? Uh, business 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 management. yeah when you graduate like did the sixers call you or like what happened absolutely not um mm -hmm. my first job out of school was i was a shoe girl at nordstrom yeah so you was in nordstrom touching feet how was that terrible why i don't like feet okay so you were like a salesperson or like i was it started with a um it was an internship so it was like a fashion internship because um, I was exploring different lanes like fashion marketing or what have you. Mm -hmm. So um, it was cool. It, I was it got me through. Right. It was my first job. And then after that year internship, it transformed into like a full time job. So it was 40 hours a week at Nordstrom Dope. in the shoe department with your business degree. I had my bachelor's in business management and I was working at the Christiana Mall. And that's the thing. Like, people don't see, like, the process right. related to this. Like, I know. And I wrote about it. Like, I, I want people to know about this. I try to talk about it as much as I can. But people still assume, like, it was easy street. Right. right? Okay. So even after Nordstrom, what was next? Um, then I got a job through the state of Delaware as a secretary. Who needs an alarm in the morning when McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles? And a breakfast cutoff. Ba da ba ba ba. Mm -hmm. It was it related to sports or business? Or? Absolutely not. What was um, it? It was I forgot. D S C Y F. You worked for the state. I think it, yeah, children, children and family. Yeah, first. Mm -hmm. Is that what it was? Yeah, children. Something related children, to children. Yeah, something with children and families. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, yeah, I was a secretary. Yeah, so. and the human resources or something. It was not human resources. I, I just supported the um, director who was over the program. Okay. Yeah. All right. And so this was still like after your degree? After my degree. Okay. Yeah. You still had this passion for wanting to be in sports though? Absolutely. I was still applying. I was still interviewing. I was still um, pursuing my master's. Mm -hmm. um, 
Yeah. How many years was this? So working at Nordstrom <coughs> and then working for the state. Like how long was that span? I want to say it was a span of two years. Okay. So what made you not quit? Like how did you just not like stay stuck in that loop? Because I can imagine there are people who may have like gotten yeah. their degree and may have gotten discouraged and not have gotten that d- job in sports and they stay stuck in that loop of like, you know, working at a Nordstrom or mm-hmm. not saying there's anything wrong with it if that's where you're content at. But if you still have that passion, how do you not get stuck in that loop? So I continue to expose myself to people who I know I wanted to be like. Um, and I'm not ashamed to saying that. So I would go on LinkedIn. I would look at the pages of people who were in the industry I wanted to be in. Mm-hmm. I would look at their career path. I would go to all the networking events. I would go to all the career fairs. I would continue to connect with people um, while I was still a secretary. Mm -hmm. I was still interviewing. I was still tweaking my resume every night. I was still, like, doing the work to get into the industry, although it felt like it was so far away. Yeah. And I even remember, like, you being in that process of, like, working at Nordstrom and, like, these other spaces that you were working at. Mm -hmm. You you were like, yeah, I don't want to, like, go out with, you know. Bro, they (laughs) love the Nordstrom girlies um they i i used to get invited out like you know they would just want to go to the local like restaurants at in wilmington at the riverfront or whatever and every once in a while i would hang out but i'm not hanging out with y'all every week every day or whatever if i am not where i want to be in life like i am going home i'm working on my resume i'm doing some sort of certification so i can prepare myself for the next step Mm because i i never want to be comfortable in this place yeah so some people get comfortable though. That's wild. Yeah. But I just I, I I could never find myself to be comfortable because I knew that's not where I wanted to be. And I knew that's not where I was gonna end up. Mm-hmm. Um, in spite of, you know, me working at Nordstrom or whatever, I always knew I had a big future. It just didn't catch up with me yet. Hmm. Like I knew it was there. I knew I had I just had to put in the work and I had to like strive for it. And you definitely put in the work. I remember you going on job interviews. And, like, each interview, you would use a full page of notes to the mm-hmm. point where, like, that notepad was gone. Yeah. That was, like, how many interviews you went on. Thanks. So what would you say, like, over 150 interviews? Um, It was a lot. Yeah. yeah. It was a lot. A full legal pad worth. Full legal pad. Yeah. So that's about 100 pages. Probably. Yeah. Um. So, and, but you, right now, you're working in the sports industry. I am. That didn't happen overnight. Did not. So what would you say to, like, you know, the people who are listening? Um, I'll say to never doubt yourself. I'll say to keep the faith um, because that's what pushed me through. Mm-hmm. I'll say to never get comfortable. If you're not where you want to be, don't get comfortable. Um, and acquire mentors. Like, acquire me- people who are currently in the space that you want to be in so that they can pour into you. Who were your mentors? Uh, it varied. Like I said, like, I looked online at people who, like, was doing what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm. Like, th- I may not have ever met them or talked to them, but, like, they were kind of my my online mentors because I would go on and, like, stalk their pages and figure out, like, you know, okay, well, this person worked at this place for a couple years, but then they went to here, and then, like, I would literally figure out what their patterns were mm-hmm. um, of the more successful people. Um, outside of that, I'll say that, you know, in this space 10 years ago, I didn't have a me to look up to. Like, there was nobody that looked like me that I could run up to and say, hey, like, I'm looking to do the same. I had to see it before I saw it. Mm -hmm. I had to see myself in this position because it didn't exist yet. Mm -hmm. And now that I'm in this industry, it's it's way more black women in this industry now. um, And I'm able to be what I needed 10 years ago. To other people. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. 
I'm sure people express that to you all the time. Like you're who they needed to see, like to know that it's possible. Yeah. I bet that's rewarding. It is. It's so rewarding. And I'm just grateful yeah. to like pour into people. Mm. That's what's up. Yeah. So okay. let's talk about your journey. Yeah. Um, all right. So you graduated uh-huh. from Delaware State. Yeah. You were part of the psychology club. Okay. How did you appreciate that? Why do y'all always talk about me being a part of the psychology club? I don't understand why that's a joke. Because, like, wow. (laughs) Okay. Um, Okay, you were in the psychology club. Yes. You were in psychi. You did all the things. I had, like, one of the highest GPAs in the department. That's what's up. Like, I was, like, I was out here. I didn't. You didn't. You was, like, praying to get through. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. <laughs> um, it, I know it was hard for you to balance because you you did a lot on campus. That's I think that's always been my problem. Yeah. It, not a problem, but it's like I appreciated the academia of like going to a university, but I more appreciated the opportunity to network, to build my skill set, to build these other soft skills that I knew was going to allow me to thrive in the real world. Mm-hmm. Like I was so ready to take over the world that I was forgetting like, oh, yeah, I do have math class at three o'clock. <laughs> that's what you were there for <laughs> uh, but yeah okay so I was at Delaware State University uh, shout out to DSU um, I graduated with my degree in psychology my first job out of college was at J. Crew. I hated it I yeah. hated those people Chanel like I mean it's not good to say you hated people but I hated the experience yes. like it was I would too like having a clock in people telling you when you can go to lunch a like, job but I'm not used. I was never <laughs> used to that. <laughs> prior to that job, I don't know if I held like a consistent. I never held a consistent job prior to that. Yeah. Um. Which is another <laughs> thing we got to talk about. But wait, hold on. Prior to J. Crew, you never held a consistent job. Mm-mm. You had you? multiple jobs. I I enjoyed having my own money. My parents gave me money. I was good. I didn't want that. Okay. <laughs> But we have the rest of our lives to work, though. I don't understand, like, why y'all were so pressed to work. <laughs> that is wild. Anyway. So, yeah. Okay, so J. Crew. Worked at J. Crew. Racist. They were very much racist. Um, I experienced all, type of, I, all types of racism, texturism. Um, Any from colorism? Em, from employees. Not necessarily colorism. From employees and also, like, customers. Um and if I had known back then what I know now, trust and believe, J. Crew would have got a nice lawsuit. What's the statute of limitations on that? I don't know. But it's been years. Okay. It's been years. Um, but yeah, so after J. Crew, I had worked at the state, mm-hmm. right? I always knew after getting my bachelor's degree, and that's another thing, because and this is a toxic trait. Because I knew, like, getting my bachelor's degree was just a stepping stone, yeah. I always knew I was going to have my doctorate and be mm-hmm. Dr. Shonda. I wasn't even pressed to go to my um, college graduation. I went, of course, but I was, and For I bachelor's? wasn't excited. Yeah. I wasn't excited. At I wasn't excited because yeah. I knew this is, okay, I have still have a master's. I still have a doctor to get through. Let's hurry this up so I can, you know, just get along with this process. Yeah. And that's so opposite to what we should be doing. We should be celebrating every, every moment. single moment. Yeah. Um. But, yeah, so I always knew that I wanted to be a doctor of psychology and, you know, I wanted to be in roles and fields that helped me along the way. So I continued to apply for, like, master's and doctorate programs while also um, I applied for jobs. So my first 
like job job mm-hmm. after J Crew was working for the state of Delaware. Okay, were we at the state at the same time? I think so. Okay, yeah, working for the state of Delaware. I worked at the child abuse reporting line. Oh yeah, right at no- Newcastle County Police the Department. The nine one one center. Y- yeah, yeah, I was at the nine one one center, but it was specifically in the child abuse reporting okay. um, department. Yeah. And so I took calls. Uh, people would kind of tell me, you know, all their stories. I had to document them. Um, uh, put them in a uh, prioritize them regarding like our tiers tier one is the highest priority tier two and tier three um if it's a tier one you would have to send the police out like mm. it, it was a whole thing um and so while i did what that would, what would constitute a tier one like if there's like actual abuse like something mm. that constitutes abuse um and they're still in the home like mm. especially if the person can't advocate for themselves if it's like physical by nature oh. sexual by nature like things of that nature, and they can't like advocate for themselves, and they don't have a caretaker to advocate for them. Mm. Then you know that would be a tier one, um, or a P one is what we called it. But yeah, so that's what I did. Um, that's where I also applied for the Philadelphia College of Osteopathic Medicine, mm-hmm. and um, I was accepted there, received my master's there. Uh, later down the road, I found out that that's where Dr. Umar went. Dr. Umar went to Pecom. Dr. Umar went to Pecom. What? That's where he got his ID. Yeah. He got his side D from people. Hey there, ever thought about what makes your heart beat a little faster? Oh, you mean like when you discover a new track that just speaks to you? Yeah, or finding a movie that you can't stop thinking about? Well, get ready to feel that excitement all over again because Amazon Prime is here to take your entertainment and shopping experience to the next level. Absolutely. Prime isn't just about getting your packages quicker. It's about diving into a world of endless possibilities from the latest releases to exclusive content you won't find anywhere else. And don't even get me started on the music. Prime offers concert specials that will transport you right to the front room. It's like being at the hottest gigs without leaving your living room. I use Prime to tap in with some of my favorite artists' live shows from any and every genre of music. Trust me, Prime is a game changer. It's like having a personalized superstore and entertainment hub right at your fingertips. So why wait? Head over to Amazon.com forward slash Prime and start experiencing entertainment like never before. Yeah. And the crazy thing is, like, I hate when people challenge his degree because I'm like, first of all, y'all wouldn't be challenging him if he wasn't a black man. Right. Number two, PCOM is credible. Like, don't don't get it twisted. PCOM is very credible. Before, funny story, before he even became like Dr. Umar, like mm-hmm. on the Breakfast Club and all that stuff, yep. I was supposed to I do remember. an internship with him. I remember. Yeah, yeah. You, um, you were so excited. You was like, oh, Dr. Umar, email me back. This guy <laughs> named Dr. Umar. And you was like, who? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because he's, um before being like known in like mainstream industry, he was yeah. always known for being like somebody who was for black kids yeah. like he worked a lot with black kids in the community and I always enjoyed that so um and you was you were going to intern at the school right what school the his school school in Wilmington that he started building that's new he didn't have that I thought I he'd been working on that for years I so think where were was, you going to intern with him at? I think he was like practicing I think oh. I don't think he had the school yet though okay Mm-mm. um that would have been dope though but yeah so that's what I was doing um and granted this is still like during a span of we graduated in 2012 now about 2014 2015 and that's when I got into my doctorate program during the period of like being a doctor or or pursuing my doctorate program you have a series of internships Mm -hmm. externships um postdoctoral fellowships and when we go through that like it's first of all it's it can be a rewarding experience if you have a good supervisor Mm -hmm. but it can also be a very daunting experience because you're having to balance school and for me they don't advise you to work in a full-time doctor program but I worked 
I was still was working the, at a, the state. Nah, I was at the time I was working at a, a hospital. I was working at the Rockford Center in Delaware. Oh yes, I yeah. That. So I was doing that. Um, also teaching. I was teaching at Wilm mm-hmm. U. Like I was, I was doing a lot. Um, and we also started double portion then. Yes. So uh, we started double portion. So I had a lot on my plate trying mm-hmm. to figure things out. Um, and it wasn't until like recently where I feel like okay, I'm in a space where I. I, this is what I was striving toward, like yeah. being able to kind of like offer services as a licensed clinical psychologist. Right. Um, even though this is not the end all be all, like I'm continuing to pursue mm-hmm. um, further areas Same. in my uh, career trajectory because like I want to be able to get bigger contracts with schools. Right. I want to be able to, you know, eventually get grants for my nonprofit and work mm-hmm. for my nonprofit. Like there are so many different things that I want to do. Right. But I guess the main point that we're driving is yes. like, we can't just like look at somebody's and we didn't nail. start here. Yeah. Right. You can't look at somebody's nail and not see their process. Exactly. We did not start here. We did not start here. It like, t- it was a, a long, bumpy, curvy yes. road with highs and lows. Exactly. Exactly. And um it reminds me of the scripture going back to uh despise not your humble beginnings. Mm-hmm. It's pulled up on there. Um I believe it's Zechariah. Give me one second. Zechariah 4 and 10, do not despise these small beginnings for the Lord rejoices to see the work begin, yeah. to see the plumb line in Zara, Zara Bubble's hand. Not Zara Bubble. Zara Bubble. Where is that Zara Bubble? Right here. You never heard of Zara Bubble? Babble. Babble. Zara Babble. Um, Zara Babble's hand. Zerubbabel. I feel like that's how it's pronounced. Yeah, it gotta be. Zerubbabel. I think so. Yeah. Zerubbabel's hand. Yeah. I think that's Zerubbabel. Um, but either way, despise not your humble beginnings. And like these are, why are you laughing? Because who is there a bubble? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it looked like bubble from a distance. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, so we're. Is that the name of this episode? Zara Bubble? Who is there a bubble? <laughs> <laughs> who is there a bubble? Okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, and it says not even just, just don't just like hate on your beginning process, yeah. basically. In but layman's terms, them. you know, on TikTok, I've been uh, doing the the uh, African American version of the Bible. I think I'm gonna yeah. give you the African American version right now. The African vernacular. Yes. Don't be hating on where you start. Mm-hmm. The Lord likes to see where your work begins. Amen. Like, too many people be hating on, like, where they start. Yes. And they don't realize that, like, where they are right now is exactly where they're supposed to be. Hmm. Talk more about that. So, all things work together for your good, right? Right. All things work together for those who are called according to his purpose. Where you are right now literally is exactly where you are supposed to be. Like, some of us are called to be in the building, like, Everybody's not going to be an entrepreneur at this moment, at this second, right now. Yeah. You may be called to entrepreneurship at some time in your life, but right now, you may be working a nine-to-five. Right. Why? To acquire the necessary skill sets, period. Even for people who's in my industry. Let's say somebody wants to get into sports. You may not be in sports right now. You may be working at McDonald's, but you're acquiring the right skill set or the necessary skill set. How do we know it's necessary? Because you're there. Exactly. It's necessary because you're there, and we know that all things work together for your good. Mm -hmm. And it's a part of God's overall purpose and plan for your life. So you're in that thing for a reason. So embrace it. Granted, that doesn't mean to be to not be ambitious. That doesn't mean to not, you know, continue to strive and to want to get to that next level. But in all things, be content. Where is that? What scripture is that? 
in all things, be content, be yeah. happy with where you are. So yes, in the spirit of duality, like we talked, I don't know if it was this podcast or the last, yeah. the last one. In the spirit of duality, yes, I am content, but I'm also ambitious. Yeah. I'm happy with where I am, and but I'm also, I am also yes. expecting the greatness of God. Come on. Because the, the two things can be true at the same time. Exactly. I can be very much an ambitious person and also appreciative and of grateful. where I am. And grateful. Yeah. And grateful. It all starts with gratitude. Yeah. Because like you said, God can plant you somewhere, even though it's not your where you're uh, destined to be. Yeah. Right? Or, or um, long-term, your long-term destiny. He can be planting you there to learn the skill set. Exactly. He can be planting you there, like you said, at the McDonald's so you can learn how a a, a food franchise runs because exactly. he wants you to open your own. Exactly. Like it doesn't necessarily have to be the end all be all mm-hmm. when we talk about our humble beginnings. And that's why we can't be hating on it. Exactly. And Zara Bubble's hands. And Zara Bubble, honey, child. Period. Poo. All right. So that's what we have for y'all today. I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. Listen, I enjoyed it. I did too. It's a good way to uh, keep things in a perspective. Yeah. And not to get too caught up in the next and right. to be grateful for the now. Right. I'm grateful for the next. However, I am anticipating the next and grateful for the now. Yes. That's how we said it. Because we made a tweet about that or something. Or did a, a, a mobile app notification. Yes. 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 Anyway. So it's been real, y'all. Thanks for listening to another episode Thank you of all for listening the Double to Dose Podcast. Yes. Don't forget to leave. <laughs> what? <laughs> I thought we were going to say it at the same time. But Sorry. Right. Don't forget to leave a... Not subscribe. Five-star review. Five-star review. Don't forget to leave a five-star review. Can you stop le- yelling at them? No. Wasn't they need loud? to know. <laughs> Don't forget to leave a five-star review, y'all. If you love us, you'll leave a review. Awesome. Thanks, y'all. Thank and y'all. make sure love you y'all. tune in next week. See ya. Who needs an alarm in the morning? When McDonald's has sausage, egg, and cheese McGriddles and a breakfast cutoff. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.